Welcome to the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. 20 minutes or less of power-packed strategy to disrupt your thinking, elevate your mindset, and help you scale your sales online. I'm Kelly Roach. Let's get started. Linda. Hey, Bailey. Great to see you guys. Awesome. Welcome, Facebook fans. Excited to have you guys here. Drop me a quick comment. Let me know you can see me, you can hear me. We're all here live together. Thank you all so much for being a part of our online community and for tuning in for the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. So excited to be back here with you guys. And in tonight's show, we are bringing on several different special guests and we are going to be answering their questions live. So if you have a question and you would like to be featured on the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, make sure that if you are on Facebook, you comment on this thread with your question and hashtag Ask Kelly and you may just be selected to come on the show live. And even if you're not selected to come on the show live, we will take your question and put it in the pool for upcoming episodes. For you guys joining us on Instagram, I wanna invite you to do the same thing. Hit me in the DM with your questions for Ask Kelly. And if you wanna be featured on the show, simply comment on our uh, feed here on the stream and we would love to answer your questions. So while we wait for our first guest to come on tonight, I wanna share a couple sentiments with you guys, just a couple 2020 sentiments that is to kick off our conversation tonight on the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show. So 2020 has been quite a year so far and definitely not the year that any one of us were expecting. But here is the real deal truth of the matter for each and every one of us. First of all, despite everything that you may have gone through this year, if you have the opportunity to be here live with me tonight and you are watching this podcast or you are listening to a replay episode of the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, you are one of the most blessed, luckiest, most uh, fortuitous people in the world right? Because there are still billions of people around the planet that don't even have clean drinking water, guys. This is crazy, right? This is why my company is so passionate about donating to charity water and being a part of those solutions. But here's the deal. We can all think about all the things that we've been through in 2020, and we can all feel bad for ourselves. We can all have a reason to be depressed or overwhelmed or feel anxious or you know, not want to get out of bed in the morning. But the bottom line is we are damn frigging lucky. The problems that we have are first world problems. They are first world problems. And we are so blessed to have the problems that we have. And most of us have the problems that we have because we're so blessed, right? And so I want to give that perspective to set the tone for tonight, guys, because I know you've been through the ringer this year. I've been through the ringer this year. Um, we are all so lucky to have the problems that we have. And, you know, the biggest piece of advice I can give you, I'm going to give you two pieces of advice before we bring on our first guest tonight. The first piece of advice is gratitude solves almost all of life's worries. Gratitude solves almost all of life's worries. The richest of the richest people in the world, the happiest of the happiest people in the world, they live in a constant state of gratitude. So when that anxiety, that frustration, that fear, that overwhelm starts to creep in, I want you to go to gratitude. I want you to remember that probably the reason why you're feeling that fear, that overwhelm, that frustration, that anxiety has something to do with just how blessed you are and just how lucky you are to have the problems that you have right now, right? So that's number one, go to gratitude, right? Number two, I want to challenge you guys to think about something bigger than you. 
right? I want to challenge you guys to think about something bigger than you because when we focus on the movement, the mission, the transformation, the service, the work that we want to create in the world, guess what? Guess what? We get outside of ourselves. We're no longer focused over, you know, making a mountain into a molehill or a molehill into a mountain. We are like, what can we do to give back in a bigger way? How can we serve at a higher level? And all of a sudden it puts things into perspective massively. And for those of you guys that are new to the show, I want to encourage you to go back. There are so many episodes in the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show that really talk about how gratitude makes you unbelievably rich. And I think 2020 is a year more than ever that we need to dial the clock back to those episodes to really get grounded in gratitude. And the more that we get grounded in, in gratitude, the richer we become. So that is the premise that I want to set the tone with for tonight's call, for tonight's conversation. I'm so pumped to have someone amazing with me on the show tonight, Matt Travis. Hey, Matt. Hey, Kelly. How are you? Hey, I'm so excited to have you on the show tonight. And you are a great example of this, Matt. You always have a positive attitude. I see your energy online. I see how you show up every single day. And I think you're one of those people that, you know, you know how to turn the lemon into the lemonade. And that's why you will be such a successful entrepreneur. You already are. But I, know I love you, that you started it. I was like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. The gratitude is everything. It's everything. And it's just what, it's what keeps me going each and every day is really what it does. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Matt, why don't you introduce yourself and tell everybody that is watching and listening a little bit about you and your business? Sure. So I'm Matt Travis and I run an online health and lifestyle program called The Potential You. And we ultimately serve mompreneurs and help them get healthy and happy and put their oxygen mask on first so they can build the businesses they want to build. And that's really what it's all about. And don't we know that's needed in the entrepreneurial You so, <laughs> ladies that are watching tonight, if you're like, ooh, I've been forgetting to put that oxygen mask on, yeah. you might want to get in touch with Matt because he can help. And sure. like I said, he exemplifies everything that I was just talking about. I see you with that smile every day. I see you showing up. You're always in gratitude. And that is, that's what it's all about. But we're here tonight and I'm really here to serve you, Matt. So awesome. I would love to know what is the question that you were hoping to get answered on the show? tonight yeah so ultimately you know i really dug deep and started to think what what's going to take me to that next phase and really when when it comes to your expertise i think you can really address this i think i have some unconscious uh beliefs or fear around uh growth in my business because my business is growing massively and I do so much in my business. I yeah. do rapid transformation therapy sessions. I do nutrition, lifestyle, coaching, all types of things like that. And I guess it's just how do you find it best to implement the systems and get the right people in the right places so that it continues to deliver the exceptional service that you deliver? Because when you started, Kelly, I mean, it was just you, right? And you were crushing it. And then what's how do you build in those pieces because you've brought in some amazing people into the UE. How do you, how did you do that? Like, what were the things you were looking for? Yeah, definitely. Well, I would say just the fact that you're asking that question, you're going to do just fine. So <laughs> and, and here, let me explain exactly what I mean by that, because this is really, really important. I spent the last year focused internally. No one would know that, right? People think I'm out, you know, online and selling and whatever. Yeah. I do my content day every month. 
I spent the last year completely internally focused, literally obsessively working on systems, people, training, curriculum, getting things running like a well-oiled machine. And really, Matt, what it is, is, you know, to, to go from like six figures to seven and seven to multiple and seven to eight, it's, you really have to say, you know, and, and, I don't, I don't want to like scare anyone or like make anyone feel uncomfortable, but like if I died today, like what would happen, right? You have to learn how to completely remove yourself from the equation and say, if I really believe, if I really believe that it matters to help mompreneurs take back their health and build their wealth because they put their oxygen mask on first, they're taking mm -hmm. care of themselves so that they can show up in the world and serve and deliver the way that they want to. If you really believe in that mission, then don't you want that mission to continue beyond you? For sure. I know For you do. Sure. Right? Yes. I know yes. you do. Yes. So if you really believe in the transformation that you deliver and you really believe in the legacy that you're trying to create, not about yourself, but about the importance of the work that you're doing, then you have to start separating yourself from the business. And this is what I always say when you start moving through the stages of growth. And this is where people, exactly what you said, they have kind of some, some subconscious release, yeah. they get a little stuck, right? But it's like, initially you are the entrepreneur and, and you are running the business. You are the business. You are the product. If you're a service-based business, right? Mm -hmm. You are, everything stops when Matt stops. Yep. Right? And that'll get you to a certain point with hustle and grind and waking up early and staying up late and doing the right things. Right. Yep. But then when we want to go to like seven figures, multiple seven figures and beyond, you can't possibly work enough hours in the day to keep that mission moving. So now you have to go, I'm not Matt the business. I'm Matt. And this is the business. Yeah. Right? And so right now you're still being the business which means yep. you can't effectively lead the business, right? So you don't have to like do this drastically, you know, all at once, which is I think maybe where the fear comes up. It's like, you're going to lose complete control. You just worked for so hard. Yeah. And I know, I know what the feeling is. <laughs> you worked so hard for so long and you finally feel like I'm closing clients. My clients are happy. They're getting results, right? And now the last thing I want to do is, is bring in someone else to the business that doesn't deliver at the level that I am and disappoint people and, you know, have everything that I felt, you know, built fall away. And the big thing that is, it's not a flip of a switch, right? Yeah. It's a very strategic, very intentional process that happens over a period of months and even years. Right. Yeah. So, so what you want to do, Matt, is, you know, first, I always talk about the two legs of the business, right? There's there's operations, tactical, administrative, and then there's sales and marketing. So where is your staff right now, Matt? What do you have? Who do you have supporting you right now? So yeah, I have a uh, I have a VA on board and she does so many awesome things on the back end to make things functional yeah. and, and make things work. I honestly don't I, I couldn't be where I'm at right now without her. And yep. I got a lot of that. I got to give you credit, Kelly, because yep. you you started to make me think earlier on, right, about right around last year, like I needed to start bringing people in right now, even when it feels uncomfortable to bring people in. Yep. But but she's just really took took things and ran with them. And I don't have to, like, think as much yep. um, about those things. So that's really, really been helpful. But I feel like this next phase is, bringing in some coaches um, yeah. or even some closers, things like that. Yeah. So, so two things then I would say, Matt, number one is 
you really have to start building a curriculum for onboarding coaches, right? Yep. And this is what will re remove that fear that you're experiencing of, you know, I don't want to transition my clients to someone else and have that they were buying me, they're getting something else. They can get something even better. Because yep. if you look at the mental load that you're carrying as a business owner and you look at the weight that you're carrying and the attention that you can give your customers, what you can deliver to them versus someone who's trained on your methodology, your principles, you know, your strategies, where that's their only focus, they're going to be able to give a thousand times more energy and enthusiasm. Sure. and Because right now, the sliver that they're getting with Matt is Matt after he's been the janitor, the salesperson, <laughs> the marketer, the CEO, yes. the coach. Right? They're, they're getting that little tiny sliver. And that's the thing. And that's why for me, it's been such an incredible experience, like really seeing the success of the advisors that have come into our company because their entire job is to make our clients successful. Yeah. And the thing for us that has been a complete game changer above all else, Matt, is an unbelievably structured curriculum. So sure. I'm talking six weeks, 12 hour days of structured curriculum so that by the end of six weeks, 30 business days, it's a 30 day boot camp, 30 business days, six weeks, we've got weekends in there. Um, they literally are able to take. 15 years of what I'm teaching downloaded in their brain and they're able to effectively coach clients through our methodologies and systems. So my number one tip for you, Matt, is you got to start getting it out of your brain and on yeah. the paper, number yeah. one, right yeah. now. And then number two, start recording videos, start recording audios, start writing out templates. You got to like transfer it. And that's the thing that's going to make it scalable. Because yeah. you'll get to a point where you might be onboarding like we are, five coaches, 10 coaches at a time, and you have to be able to have them do portions of the curriculum independently. Does that yeah. make sense? It makes total sense, Kelly. And I, a lot of this stuff I'm doing, I'm, I'm already videoing myself. I'm already downloading it. I think there's just so much to download, but I think one of the points you made earlier was like, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to even maybe happen in a year. It's like this building process. Um because there is, there's just so much in there that I just have to keep getting it out and keep, keep, keep going with it. That's it. Exactly. And, you know, you don't need to have all six weeks done. You know, if you're a week ahead of them and you're working on getting the next week ready, you know, that's absolutely fine. And in the first time, and then you go through it once and then you go back through it, you totally refine, yep. you add a ton of new stuff, you bolster it up, you close the holes. And then you get ready for the next group. But I would say that is your first step in really making this a scalable business because it's no longer hinging on, on you in that way. Yeah. I would also say, though, I want to challenge you a little bit. You have been having success in your business. And at this point, you got to get some help for sales. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's great that you've been able to do it yourself, but you have a proven model. I know you're doing the live launch and you're you're selling online like crazy yep. and you're showing up on video and you're doing all the right things. So now it's like, imagine, you know, if you did a, a, a launch and you had one social seller that was able to bring in an extra 15, 20, 30 clients for you. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a no-brainer. It's, it's really a no-brainer. No it's yeah. a no-brainer. You just got to make the shift. You got to make the jump. It's it. I dig it. Yep. It's it. Awesome. Yeah. 
You're going to do fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, before I, I um, bring Mayoshi out and our next guest, is there anything, any tips or advice or you know, anything specific you want to share with the, the viewers tonight just about what's been working for you and where your results are coming from? Yeah, honestly, uh, there's been three key things in the past couple months that have just shifted everything for me. Niche down, niche down. I had a block around switching from moms to specifically mompreneurs for about a year. There was uh, some imposter syndrome there, and I was, but I was like, it's on my heart, so I'm not. Why, why fight it? And when I officially made the jump, everything shifted, and I had my best months ever. That's awesome. You know, Great and then job. adding more value, adding more value, getting more expertise, just continuing to learn and grow has always been a benefit to me. And really just uh, just showing up and engaging and connecting with people. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly what you what you teach. It's it's and we always are jumping from thing to thing. I, I can't tell you how many times and anyone that's listening, if you are a shiny object syndrome jumper. Stop doing that and just start hanging out with Kelly long enough and do yeah. what she says to do when it's uncomfortable and you will be doing awesome. Because that's all I did in this year is I just like stop getting crazy, start connecting, start giving value, and that's going to change everything. Yeah, and that's awesome. And kudos to you because, like I said, we're connected online. I see your work. You are extremely consistent. You make me very proud. And uh, I, I can't wait to see all of your success to come. And I would say, you know, just take our conversation tonight, put it into action. Just Definitely. like and and 100%. just one final note I'll just say before we wrap, Matt, is if you take the discipline that you have just exerted for the last year around your sales and marketing, and you now apply that same discipline to building your team and making them successful, yeah. your business will explode. That is my biggest tip as a show tonight, okay? Huge, so, thank you so much for everything, Kelly. It was great to have you, thanks, Matt. Right. Bye. All right, bye. All right, I'm bringing on another powerhouse. Hey, Mayoshia. Hey How are you? I am awesome, how are you? Awesome, thanks for coming on the show tonight. Yes, yes, I'm excited about being here, especially to get my question answered. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, awesome. So, uh, do you want to? Well, first of all, let's introduce you. Let's let everybody get to know. Tell them who you are, what you do. All right. So, I am Mayoshia Boykin Anderson. I am the proud owner of Antec Solutions. We are a technology consulting company helping to develop technical solutions, large and small for um, profitability in your business. Our belief is that um, we develop solutions that will help you buy back your time. So all of those automated tasks that you're doing all of the time, we kind of roll them up into what we call sometimes our one button solution. So um, so yeah, that, that's what we do. We, we create, um, you know, like I said, those small and large solutions. We do web development, we do mobile app development, we do small business development. So just really meeting the need and filling the gap for small businesses in the area of technology. Love it. And as you get into the millions, I can raise my hand and say that becomes very important, right? Yes, so yes. my wish is helping us with uh, working on some solutions right now because we, we need it for sure. You don't realize how critical that becomes and and how much of a, a time suck that technology becomes once you you really scale up 
Right, right, right. And it's really important to just to just get it right. And again, yeah. it, you know, it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be, you know, big and elaborate initially. So even for the, you know, the small business and the entrepreneur, it's it's important to invest in your technology, you know, early and then invest in something that's going to scale with you as yeah. well as you grow, because that's what we're all here to do. Right. Grow. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. Awesome. So what was the question that you brought to the show tonight? All right. So my question tonight is really around. So so we have been able to grow right and and get to um, a level of success. We kind of we kind of broke the seven figure mark and now we're at the multi seven figure mark. So I am really trying to focus on team right now. Right. So I really want to be able to invest in my team and I want to be able to give them a sense of ownership. Right. They're doing an amazing job for me and I want to be able to give them a sense of ownership. So I am implementing and this is brand new. Mm -hmm. We are implementing a commission structure and I need help kind of figuring that piece of it out and then creating the policy around it. I've been following what you've been doing and how you've been focusing in that area for your team. I want to be able to implement that. I want to make sure that I make the right decisions and I do it right now um, because I see this this next wave and I want to be able to make sure that we have this policy in place, but I want to, I want to be able to do it right. And it's something brand new to me. So I just need help from you in that regard. Yeah, for sure. And so I'll give my layperson strategy side. And then I just want you to get a sign off from your accountant before you implement. Is that fair? Gotcha. Okay. All right. Uh, so here's the, so here's the thing, right? You guys know, and you know this because you've been you've been kind of we've, we've been friends for a little bit now. So you're you are getting to know the the way I think. But, you know, I am obsessed with the psychology of motivation of team. Right. And so when you think about commission, you're thinking about exactly the right thing because people are human and by human nature, people do the things that are in their own best interest. That's not a bad thing. That's a wonderful thing. Right. So what we want to think about when we're creating a commission policy for our team is a couple things. Number one. And, you know, you hear me talk about this with job descriptions and and monetizing the roles in your company. What is the natural way that they're going to produce revenue for the business? And what is kind of the the obvious way that they should be compensated for that, right? So when you're thinking about the commission policy that you want to create, Maisha, is this for the social sellers that are bringing in completely new business? Is this for people that are doing upsells? Like walk me through what this scenario is. Okay, so I I think it's going to be, across the board, or you kind of tell me what you think about that. So the way I see it is from a social selling perspective, this will be the team members that are serving in a social selling um, capacity. They are nurturing our leads in our Facebook group. And um, once we have our live lunch or our live and our webinar, they are nurturing and serving as a concierge there. If they get to a point where they can actually close the sale themselves, I want to be able to compensate them for you. I want to be able to compensate them. On the flip side of that, for our existing clients, and I mean, because we also serve corporate, um, corporate clients as well. From that perspective, same thing, if I have a salesperson, you know, completely bring in new business, um, reward them there, but also 
you know, I'm wondering how the whole repeat business, how mm -hmm. that framework will go. Um, yes. So, yes. yeah. So, so two things. Great. So, um, you know, I think definitely when people get to the point where they can close a sale without you, giving them a percentage of those revenue dollars is a very simple, clean, easy way to go, right? We do a flat 10% for new business that people bring in. Now, as people are learning and training, you may also want to think about in the beginning stages, giving them a flat fee for getting a consultation with you or another senior member of your team that closes, meaning Let's say you bring on a new social seller. They're awesome, but they're very green. They're not mm -hmm. ready to close yet on their own, especially because you guys might be selling a solution that's $100,000, $200,000, right? So let's say they're not ready to do that yet, but they nurtured the person. They booked the consultation. Now that consultation is coming to you and that consultation closes. Well, I would think about doing a flat fee for them bringing in those consultations for you. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense because I was worried about that part. Like, like yeah, they brought them to the door. Yeah. I was the one that actually ushered them in, but I still want to compensate them because they wouldn't have been at the door had it not been for, had it not been for their nurturing. So yeah, I was exactly. I love the flat fee part and being able to to give them options. Like if you exactly. if you literally bring in that new business um, solo then yeah, you should be compensated 10% of whatever that is. Right. If you partially got them there, which is what I'm coaching you to do anyway, right? Yeah. If you partially got them there so that I can then take it the next, um, take it to the next level, then you should still be at least compensated in some regard. Exactly, exactly. Then let's talk about like upsells and reactivation. So you really want to have someone on your team that's bringing in totally new business, right? And they can bring in totally new business that they send to you for a consultation or that they close themselves. Great, okay? But then you should also have someone that is working on taking your existing clientele and upselling them, renewing them, putting new products in front of them, right? Especially you guys are adding on some new services, some new offerings, right? Okay. So then, then that person, one of two things could happen. If the person already paid in full and they're not currently paying, but then they get them to sign on for something totally new, I would give them a commission on that. If the person's already paying you, but they go to the person and say, hey, do you want to add on such and such? And it's an extra thousand bucks a month, or maybe it's an extra three thousand bucks a month. I would commission them on the difference between they were paying this already. Now they're going to be paying this. I would pay them that 10% on, hey, we're now making an extra three grand a month that we weren't going to be making before. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I then one it. of the biggest, yeah. And then one of the biggest secrets that I love to talk about all the time, because I think it is the most overlooked, easiest sale in the entrepreneurial world is past customers. No one picks up the phone and calls their past customers. So if you can get someone on your team that you can incentivize same structure again, percentage of every sale, my gosh, this is the easiest, lowest lying fruit. You could have sales coming in every single week. People that buy in a certain space are habitual buyers. Just mm -hmm. because they have a lapse in the time that they're buying from you doesn't mean they, they don't like you or they hate you or they were unhappy with the service. No, people typically buy in cycles. And this is what I teach my team all the time. They buy in cycles. So technology was a priority in 2018. 
2019, they were focused on implementation. They didn't buy anything from you. 2020, they're like, ah, we want to add on our own custom app. If Myosha's team stays in touch with them that whole time where they're implementing, where they're not buying from you, guess who they're going to come by from when they're ready to do the app, right? Oh my goodness. It makes a lot of sense. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. (laughs) I I feel better about this because I have, I have clarity around it and it really makes sense because there were some great areas for me. And to your point, I'm still going to draft this and then I'm going to seek that, you know, that legal counsel from an accounting perspective. But, um, but I, I think I filled those gaps now because I really had a question about the partial, right? Yes. The, yes. the partial closure. I, I There were great areas there for me, yes. but now I kind of understand that. And I love the whole past. I mean, who better, you know, to know your, ex, you know, your yeah. experience and, and your integrity and who trusts you than somebody that you've already served and you've served them successfully. Yes. So I am going to now find another dedicated um, client retention or client something like that, find that person and then just have them go after our, you know, just look at our, at at our faith file, right. The the things that we've successfully done in the past and just go after those people. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You will be mind blown. I promise you, you will be mind blown. I mean, and, and especially with what you guys do, technology is changing all the time. Yeah. So you of anyone, you could have delivered the perfect solution for them three years ago. But guess what? Everything's changed. So of course, they're going to be ready to upgrade. It's like we buy a car every so many years, right? Technology is very much the same. So that is a really good investment for you guys. And, um, you know, I, I think also the step up plan, which I want to come back to just for one second before we wrap, you know, when we started incentivizing our advisors, when they were first learning how to concierge people, we did the split. So we said, you can do a split with another team member where if you get the lead, um, but then you pass it to someone else and they close it, you can split. What was really cool because yes, they took advantage of that for a little bit, but they really wanted to learn those skills. They really wanted to be able to bring that self cycle themselves. So I think on one hand, it's very positive and motivational that they're going to get that fee if they bring someone in and someone else closes it. But I also think just getting them involved at some level is going to get people even more excited to want to push themselves to be able to close the sale themselves. Does that make sense? It does. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense because people love to be able to feel that. And to your point, it's nothing wrong with them having their best interests at heart. So, um, but what that also does is it creates this motivation, which could, which could only mean great things for us all across the board. Right. So I really love that. They, they make our jobs easy. Like, you know, if, if you know and understand what, what motivates someone and then you design their compensation plan around that and you look at how does what motivates them match up with what we need them to be motivated to do, it's like you just bring those two things together and now everyone's happy, right? Yeah, I love it. I love uh, it. Thanks so much for coming on the show tonight. Yay, thanks for having me Thanks for answering my questions. This was really good. Like this is, this gives me so much clarity. Um, I have something to go back, work on and, you know, and get it implemented. And, you know, we'll we'll start it off and, you know, and with every great intention and we'll just, you know, tweak it as we go along only get better. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You guys keep crushing it. I'm I'm so excited to see you guys. You're going to build that dream team. You already are. Obviously you already have a dream team, but you're going to keep, adding to it, which is yeah. 
So oh. thanks for everything, Kelly. Thanks for continuing yeah. to pour into continuing to pour into us, right? So um, yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy to be here, to be in this space, to be able to have somebody that can answer my questions and and help me grow in you know into this you know completely you know CEO role, right? Yeah. And and to really focus focus on team, just focus internally and in making sure that um, that I am not the business any longer, that I can truly stand back and be apart from the business and still see it grow and flourish. I think your your answers to Matt were so amazing. And um, and I can see him going back, implementing that and growing as well. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for all of your hard work. I love watching you and and you're like a bullet. You're just, you're, you're, I feel like we'll, we'll talk about something and it'll be done the next time I, I hear from you. So yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Thank awesome. you, Kelly. Thanks a lot, Mayusha. Okay, guys, so I have to pause for a quick second and bring you on another incredible woman onto the show tonight, Jamila. And Jamila, I'm going to bring you on in just one second, but my team is going to kill me if I don't do a quick giveaway. Um, so let's see. I, I think what we are doing tonight is we're doing two Amazon gift card giveaways. And I think that's going to go to people that are engaging and hanging out with us here tonight and asking questions. And I see a great comment on here from Angelic Ingram that says, overcoming the fear or resistance brings forth the confidence and motivation. So I think that first gift card should go to her. What do you think, Mayushia? I think it should. That's amazing. Yeah. Because she's absolutely right. That's it. I, I totally agree. Let's see if I can find one more one more fun comment on the on the feed here. Maybe someone who asked us a question. Let me see. Let's see here. Oop. Okay. Oh, well, you know what? I see that Russell Hicks is here from YouTube. And you know what? I'm really trying to get YouTube going these days. I, I have not poured, as you said, you're, you know, I'm trying to pour into you guys. You're pouring into your team. I have not poured into YouTube at the level that I need to pour into YouTube. So you know what, Russell? The second Amazon gift card is going to go to you because I'm so fired up that you're here with us from YouTube tonight. And he wrote, great strategies for expansion. It's all about service and sales. And asterisk on the service. Right, guys? Asterisk on the service. You focus on being the best in the world at what you do, and the people and the money are going to come. Right, Mayushia? That is that is so right. Russell, you hit the nail on the head. You have to serve. You have to serve, serve, serve. And to your point, Kelly, it's going to come because it, you, can't, you can't serve so much and not have it come right exactly. back to you. So if that's, that's our focus, true. everything else will fall in line. Congratulations, yeah. Russell. All right. Awesome. And thanks, Mayoshia, for hanging out. I'm going to see right. if I can get Jamila on with us. Hey, Jamila. How are you? Oh, I can't hear you yet. Let me see if uh, see if you can get your... There we go. Excited we go. to be here with you. I'm excited to have you on the show. How are you? Excellent. Awesome. Awesome. So do you want to just introduce yourself? Tell everybody watching a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yes. So I'm Jamila Payne and I'm the CEO of a company called Daily Success Routine. And we help create breadwinning business owners by teaching women entrepreneurs how to set up their systems, their strategy and help to implement their dream team. Yes, I love it. I love it. All right. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to have you here tonight. So can you share with me, share with us what your question is that you would like to get answered on the show tonight? 
Yes. So I'm thinking a lot about uh, baseline revenue growth, Kelly. And I know you talk a lot about this and you've been teaching a lot about this. And it's been a really important um, part of my entrepreneurial growth over the past several months. So what I want to ask is if I am looking or, or, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs watching today are probably thinking about how can I ex exponentially grow my baseline revenue over the next six months to really make 2020 a great year, wow. despite everything that's going on. So I want to um, learn from you, where should I optimize to be able to hit exponential growth in terms of baseline revenue? And how do I really get the team on board with helping to achieve that kind of, 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 of growth? Yeah, definitely. Great question. Okay, so let's break this down in, in a couple different ways that I think are important concepts for everybody to think about. So the reason why I'm obsessed with focusing on recurring revenue and growing your baseline each month is that the way that most entrepreneurs are taught in the entrepreneurial market is um, what I call the, the leaky bucket system, which means that every month you scramble, you close new clients, those clients pay, and then the next month you have to start all over again, which by the way, has put many, many business owners on the path to breakdown and, and really has burnt many, many of them out. So mm -hmm. instead, instead, and this goes back actually to what I was just talking to Myosha about, which is being obsessed with service excellence. And that might sound like, but Kelly, I asked you how to exponentially grow my sales. And I'm like, but, but to exponentially grow your sales, you have to keep your clients paying you. You have to retain your clients. You have to surprise and delight your clients. You have to make sure that your clients want to stay with you, right? And this is the problem. Everyone focuses 100% on revenue generation and it's just a leaky bucket. It's just leaking all over the place. For some people, Jamila, it's not even a leaky bucket. It's like, it's just a wide open hole. Right. So, so when you think about exponential growth, number one is being obsessed with service delivery. And what that means is working with your clients for long enough that you can provide a substantial transformation. And mm -hmm. I, I really emphasize that. And this is why I, I teach this 12 month model of work with people, because when you work with someone over a really short term, what happens is they can get a really big breakthrough result really quickly with you, but then they go back out on their own and they go right back to where they started. They stop doing everything you taught them. They lose all the progress that they made. And, and that big transformation, that wow transformation that they may have made for five minutes, it, mm -hmm. it lost, right? It's all lost. And then they're not so excited to come back and work with you again because they're like, it didn't work. No, it wasn't that it didn't work. It's that you didn't work together for long enough to not only get that initial big bang for your buck result, but then to really, and you, you said it when you described what you do, the systems, right? The systems, right? So it's transformation, implementation, and then retention of results. So it, it's all about number one, the service delivery, meaning being obsessed with keeping your clients. Number two, working with your clients for long enough to get big, big results and, and to retain them and to keep them coming back and sending more people to you. Okay. So, so if you retain your clients and then you work with them to get a big result, also, the fact that you're working with them over a 12-month period, not only are they getting more results, not only are they more willing to refer more people to you, but you are not waking up every month, Jamila, and saying, oh my gosh, 
where does the revenue come from this month? No, they're paying you every month for 12 months. So the way I always tell people to think about their businesses is you get your bills every single month. That electric bill is never going to stop coming, right? That utility yeah, bill is never going to stop coming, right? That tax bill is never going to stop coming. Well, neither should your income, right? So that's why people always ask me, they're like, you don't sell, you don't sell pay in fulls very hard. Why are you so focused on the payment plans? I'm so focused on the payment plans because having that payment for 12 months and that security to build the recurring baseline each and every month and retain that customer is much more important to me than that quick hit up front. Does that make sense? Yes, so definitely. We talked about retaining them. We talked about getting them a big result. We talked about making sure they're paying you every month for long enough that you're not waking up every month and and scrambling to find where the money's going to come from. But instead, every month you're building that number of people that are going to pay you that month. So in the month of June, Jamila, you might have 20 people paying you. OK, and your goal should be OK for the, by the end of the month of July. I have 30 people paying me every month for the next 12 months. By the end of August, it's going to be 50 people paying me every month for the next 12 months. So you're always looking at what is my my income going 12 months into the future versus let me make that pay in full sale right now, because guess what? It comes in. It goes out. You're like, where did the money go? And then you're starting over the next month. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think those things have uh, been really great things that we have put in order in the business, being able to make sure that we're serving really well. We did a lot of um, updates to our curriculum and our clients are having great results. But as you talk about scaling what you're doing now and being able to get your team on board, especially if not everybody on the team is financially motivated. So some of them are getting bonuses and commissions, but not everybody is sort of financially motivated. So as the leader who is part of my role is driving growth, right? It's thinking about how do I make sure the team is excited and feeling inspired to be a part of this bigger vision. Definitely. Yeah. So, so then we move into the final step, obviously, which is applying the live launch for scale. Right. We cut co we covered all the bases and now we're like, OK, we need to create exponential growth now that we have the right things in place. That's going to keep that money once we make it. Now let's go crazy with live launch. Right. And, you know, we teach the eight cycles. And and what you're saying is, is, you know, you have some people that you feel confident that you'll be able to motivate to get on board with this. And you have some people that you don't feel as confident that you're going to be able to motivate. Right. Um, so so here's what you have to really think about, Jamila, as you go into the future. And I can't answer this for you. I'm just going to give you some food for thought. Okay. OK, number one, as an entrepreneur running a small business, it is incredibly important to have people on your team that are financially motivated. Now, that doesn't mean that other incentives like vision, career progression, upward mobility, PTO time, right? Contests, um, fun things that you do as a team. Yes, there are many ways that you can motivate. But here's what I really want you, because those are tactical. Like I can give you a hundred tactics to motivate your team, but me giving you a hundred tactics to motivate your team won't answer the question of, are these team members the right team members to go into the next phase of the journey with you? Mm. Okay. So, and like I said, I can't answer that for you, but what you have to ask yourself, Jamila, is it sounds like you've already done a lot of the legwork 
to get ready to scale. And in your mind, you're ready. You've already made the decision. This is happening. Yeah. Okay. And, and what I really want to caution you of when you're at that point where you're ready to scale is it's very risky for the CEO to have any of their mental load spent convincing team members to come along on that scale journey. Mm-hmm. You need people that see that vision and want badly enough to be a part of where you're trying to go and why that they're self-invested, they're self-motivated. They want to be a part of this, right? So be very cognizant of your mental load and how much time and energy and effort and stress is going into how do I essentially convince people to go all in um, on the mission with me? Because there are people that will want to go all in on that mission with you and you don't need to spend your mental load trying to convince them. Okay. So do do you see those distinctions? Yes. Yes. I love that. Yeah. So, so, and that's how you have to evaluate things and listen, you know, just because someone completes one phase of their journey with you or, or you have one successful season with someone, it's okay. If, if at some point, that person is not necessarily the right fit for the next season. Like that's okay. That doesn't mean you're a bad person and that doesn't mean they're a bad person. It doesn't mean you're a bad employer and it doesn't mean they're a bad employee. But what it requires to go from zero to six figures or to serve a handful of clients versus what it takes to go to a million, five million, 10 million, 20 million, you know, you really need people that that have that intrapreneur mindset, which is essentially the exact same mindset as an entrepreneur, except they want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. They want to go all in because they believe in the vision. They want to be a part of this. Very, very different than an employee mindset, which is very much tactical in nature and 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 associates more more with like a job. D- does that make sense, Jamal? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. People looking more at the role as a career and being tied yeah. to our mission and the opportunity for what we're creating for our clients and in the world, more just looking at, you know, co- having a nine to five, going home, turning it off and not really exactly. being involved in a bigger level. Yeah, it's a it, huge it, shift. It's two different worlds. And the thing is, and, and you know, I talk about this all the time, but like, it's the team that's behind the dream. Like it truly is like all hail team unstoppable. I give them full credit. Like we would not be doing what we're doing without them. And what I share over and over again, whether it's, it's a, a athlete or a celebrity or a politician or an entrepreneur, you know, you look at it. I mean, even a musician, you see a musician up on stage, they have a stadium filled. Okay. They're performing this beautiful show. Well, guess what? There's a hundred people behind them setting up and running the lights, running the, the, the steam and, and the effects, breaking down and setting up the equipment, carrying all the gear, setting up the stage, breaking it down. There are thousands of moving pieces that you don't see behind that music being played. And that is exactly the same way it is with entrepreneurship, especially when you get to scale. So are you going to spend your time trying to come up with how you're going to convince people to come along, or are you going to say, I'm only bringing people along that are already convinced? And that's the shift. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'd rather spend my time coaching people to be better leaders in their role, right? Instead of coaching people that this is exactly what we should be doing as a company. Yeah. I love it. That's it. And that's why I always say, and this is for everybody listening, 
in the beginning stages, growing business is very tactical in nature. It's very much about action. It's very much about, okay, what do I do next? Then as you move into scale, it's very much about thinking. It mm -hmm. really, it really goes not just to strategy, but awareness and insight and reflection, because it's more about decisions that you make than it is about actions that you take because the team can take all the actions, but you have to make the right decision that precedes it. Make sense? Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Kelly. This is great. You got this. You're going to do amazing. <laughs> um, any, any tip or anything that you want to share with the listeners before you hop off tonight, anything that's really working for you right now in your business that you want to share with the listeners? Oh man, there are several things that are working right now. I mean, number one, implementing the live launch method has been a game changer for us. It's helped us to really uh, have a consistent strategy and doing our cycles and being able to grow the company. But I think also it's been around um, how I am working collaboratively with my team and really allowing them to own more of their own roles and having, yes. you know, the difference between hiring people just to have help and get tasks off my plate versus hiring people that can actually run different programs and initiatives yep. that are happening. You know, my team right now is preparing a, a, an event that we're having this evening for our community and I get to be here with you. Yeah. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, that's that's been amazing for us just not getting out of that mindset of having a team and still feeling like I need to do the bulk of it to being able to have a team and really let them fly. And, and that's really been a significant shift for me in the past, uh, you know, couple of months and, and, you know, it's really helped the business to grow. That's so awesome. And of course, you know, I'm always happy to hear another live launch success story. So keep those live launches rocking. <laughs> um, that's amazing. But yeah, the, the mindset shift around your leadership and your role as the CEO is everything. And it really is what's going to just skyrocket you, you know, so really glad to hear those shifts that you're making and, and kudos. Great job. Great job. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks for coming on tonight, Jamila. All right. Talk to you soon. Um, awesome. Well, thank you, everyone that has been joining us live. I see the feed is rocking and rolling. Um, thank you guys on Instagram. Thank you guys on Facebook. I'll hang on for a minute if there's anyone that wants to uh, pop a question in the chat um, that they would like answered on tonight's live session. And I want to remind everybody once again, go ahead and comment on the feed wherever you are watching with questions that you would like to have covered on a future episode of Ask Kelly. We would love to answer your questions. And um, again, you can DM me on Instagram, you can post right here on the feed. And I would be happy to answer any and all of your questions and or bring you live on the show. So be sure to tune in every single week, 5pm Eastern, uh, that time change will move up starting in August, my team has some some big plans and some things that are new that you're going to see us coming out with. Um, but yeah, it looks like you guys uh, definitely um, enjoyed the episode, which is great. I see a lot of the, the feedback and comments coming in. So thank you so much to everybody for that. And uh, I hope you guys all have a fantastic night. Thanks, everybody. To join the absolutely free live launch workshop where you will learn the simplest method on the planet to simplify your launches and scale your service-based business online, text live launch, all one word, to 44222. Text live launch to 44222. We'll see you on the inside.